podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Hello, late tea time podders out there. Good to have you with me. I'm in a strange situation. I mean, I'm in our offices, the sports broadcasting media offices. And uh, I was, I'm sorry I wasn't with you last week. I was busy. So I left it to DT to uh, do his magic on his own. And let's bring him in. His little face is just at the bottom of my screen at the minute. So let's bring him up to the main screen so you can see his beautiful little face too. DT, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. And uh, we have two tournaments to look forward to today. Yeah, we've got action in Spain, in uh, Madrid, and in Las Vegas, uh, both of which are at altitude or quite a long way above sea level for sea that, level fans there. And that usually means for the big hitters, they get a little bit more yardage, doesn't it? Yeah, it just means the ball, that the air's thinner, the ball flies a bit further. So it's not just a, a random geographical point. Um, it, it, it does help, I think, if you've played well on on those courses. You, you're kind of a bit more comfortable with just how the ball flies and the atmosphere. I'm going to let you decide, DT. Which one are we going to start with? Let's go to Madrid. To Madrid. Um, and John Rahm is the favourite in Madrid, 12-5 to 5 for him to uh, win the um, Open de España. Um, Tommy Fleetwood's there at 17-2. to 2. Adrianos is there at 18s. Eddie Pepperell, our mate from recent times, he's 28-1. to 1. He's starting to creep up the uh, the prices, isn't he, as he gets better as the season goes on. And um, Yannick Paul is in there at 33s, as is Min Woo Lee. The rest are bigger. Um, DT, we always say on this uh, podcast, because it's true, and um, we leave this to as late as possible on a Wednesday so you can soak up all of the uh, the various... Um, tidbits of information from the various courses and uh, players has that led us anywhere in Spain in Madrid yeah so they've interviewed the main Spanish protagonists which um, obviously Ram um, Ram I mean he's so short isn't he what is he about nine nine to four I thought he was about six um, yeah I mean they played it twice on this course and he's won once and Last time he, fin- he finished seventeenth, so it's not it's not an absolute given that he just turns up and swats them aside because he's John Rahm. Um, but he's got the motivation um, of trying to match Seve. Seve won this tournament three times. He opened to Espana, mm. and Rahm has won it twice already. So he's got that. But I mean, he had that same motivation last year. Um, can I ask you a question about John Rahm? You can, yes. I mean, basically, you're the golf expert on here. I just turn up to be- press the buttons and ask you questions. But um, obviously, I have a more than passing interest in golf. I've not heard too much of John Rahm recently. Has he gone off the boil, or am I just been missing something? Well, he was he was a runner up at Wentworth, but it's kind of with a fast finish. Yeah, he's, he's not been winning as as much as you thought he might. When he won the US Open, you thought he might kick on and win. An absolute bunch of events, but um, he's not really been doing that. I think a little bit overshadowed by Scotty Scheffler last season. Uh, so, yeah, this is an obvious chance for you know the big fish in the smallest pool for Rahman. He, he is good at this. When he comes back to Europe, he tends to dominate. Um, but I can't. He, 
This is golf betting. You don't want to be back in a favourite at nine to four, do you? That's sort of not what it's really about. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I am going to go for a different Spaniard and one who I'm very surprised um, at his price this week, Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Okay. Now, if you look on the price grid odds checker, I think you you might find some 40 to 1. Yeah, you can get him. Um, there's kind of an array of prices here. You can get eight places with Ladbrokes. You can get uh, five places with various others. But the 40 to 1 price is uh, six places with Unibet. Uh, yeah, that's the, the one one. that's the one I've picked out. So he won it last year. Um, and they interviewed him today, Wednesday, um, and he said that it was a bit of a surprise last year because he, he turned up, he was rather lost with his game. He, he didn't know where it was going. But then he he, he remembered that the Seve quote that sometimes you win golf tournaments with heart, other times with skill. So okay. he's delighted to be back in, in Spain as a Spaniard. You know, he said it's the best food in the world uh, and all these sort of things. Um, so it does just move him up a notch. If it say this tournament was somewhere else, he's, he's not he's not biased by any chance, is he? Well, he actually says I am biased, of course, but he actually <laughs> says um, the proof is in the pudding, isn't it? Not, not the Spanish pudding, but the proof is in the um, the metaphorical pudding. Because how's he done on this course? He was second uh, in 2019 when it was last played before last year, and first um, the time before that, even. It was used about 10 years earlier in in a different tournament. I think it was the Madrid Masters. He was 10th. So he's got this fantastic course record. Loves playing in Spain. I mean, he's a, a, a four-time, I think, European Tour winner, DP mm. World Tour winner. Um, so the only thing you might think that's missing for him would be that he's got no current form at all. Yeah, he missed the cut in Scotland last week, but hey-ho, yeah, it was a bit windy. Uh, not windy in Madrid this week. And he... Um, he was ninth at Wentworth only last month, so it's hardly, you know, it's not so the the, the good form was a long way away. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a definite bet. I mean, course form of one and two the last two times it's been played here. So he's pretty good to me. And, and the fact that he turned up last year with his game lost a little bit suggests, you know, if, he did, if he'd been in brilliant form last year, you could have just said, well, he was in great form. But it's almost like there were other factors at play, all these other sort of, People might dismiss them easily with just that comfort of being at home, the food and the the vibe that he's getting. So yeah, I think he's a cracking each way bet at forty to one. Just just hearing his interview today when he he did admit that last year he just turned up, you know, with his game not so good. So basically, uh, ram some paella down his neck, have some tapas, and go out there and and shoot low scores. I mean, even to, even just to be ninth at Wentworth, you got to be playing, you got to be hitting the ball half decent, haven't you? Oh yeah, and Wentworth. Unlike last week, where it was on the links, Wentworth, you know, it is a tree-lined course as is this week. So you, you tend to get Spaniards playing well um, in those conditions where they can sort of hit it down a chute, and the sight lines are good. I also think he's worth a bet for first-round leader uh, Rafa Cabrera Bayo, um, because if you look at his um, his start, so the last time he played in America was the Wyndham Championship in August. He was fifth after day one. Uh, so that you know that was a, an excellent start. That was with a 65, and then in, in the Italian Open two starts ago, he, he finished down the field in that event. But he started great. He started with a a 67 to sit fourth after day one. So as well as 
to win the thing, I think we should back him for first round leader as well, Rafa Cabrera Bayo. I mean, Unibet uh, and Betfred are the places to go. In fact, Unibet, six places on the first round leader market, 45 to 1. So you can actually get five better um, in terms of price on him to be the first round leader, 45 to 1, six places with Unibet for Rafa Cabrero Bello. Uh, are we um, staying in Madrid for anything else or are we going to fly across the Atlantic? No, I mean, there's, there's a couple of other. The Adrian Naus has, has been a, a popular bet with a lot of people uh, this week. Um, I've noticed, and he's done the DP World Tour player blog. So I was looking. Okay. I, I, I went through that with a fine tooth comb, hoping there'd be some insights, but uh, there was nothing there really, apart from well, there was nothing relevant. I could tell you why he's named his dog the way he has, if you want to know that. Tommy, he's called his dog Kaimer, and he thought, oh, he's a big fan of Martin Kaimer. No, it's um, Raz Al Kaimer, the place in the Middle East where he won his first event. So he said wherever he won that first event, he would name his dog after. So that could have gone wrong, couldn't it? Well, surely, surely because of Martin Kaimer, you'd call it Razzle rather than the Kaimer of it, wouldn't you? Well, possibly. Yeah, maybe he likes Martin Kaimer as well. But but yeah, that that's his dog called Kaimer. If, that, if that's how you pronounce it, I presume you pronounce Razzle Kaimer. Kaimer. So, so when you're walking around and he's got his dog and he's walking around a golf course and he's shouting out Kaimer, there's a boat there that's playing that keeps turning around. Martin Kaimer keeps, keeps thinking he's going walkies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, not not particularly helpful when trying to pick out a bet. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's he's around 16 to 1, popular. Um, I suppose he, in a way he backs up Cabrera Bayo because he's another one with brilliant course form. So it kind of shows that, Spaniards who play well on this course keep doing so. He's come fourth and second at this venue. You know, there's justification for backing him, but he's 16s. Cabrera Bayo yeah. is 40s, so I know which one I'd prefer. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. Well, yeah, Twitter feeds there at Late Tea Time Pod. If you want to tell us why any other sportsmen have named their dogs, uh, a particular way, then let us know on the At Late Tea Time pod. Shall we go then across the Shriners Children's Open? Um, decent feel in this one as well. I was looking at this a few moments ago. Patrick Cantlay um, heads the market. He's seven to one. Sanjay Yim is in there at 12s. You've got uh, Matt Homer, 20s. Aaron Wise is in there at 22s. Tom Kim, 25. Taylor Montgomery, 33s. And the rest are 45 or bigger. Um any any beautiful little insights you can bring us for that one? Well, again, I've been looking at the, the home players because uh, we're in Las Vegas. It's quite a popular place for PGA Tour golfers to, to reside because of the sort of guaranteed all-around-the-year weather. Um, so it's quite popular. I did see a feature on um, on the PGA Tour about Taylor Montgomery. He's, he's a new name to a lot of people, but he started – life on the PGA Tour in, in brilliant fashion. He, he ended the Corn Ferry Tour last season with a run of two, three, four, nine to, to, to comfortably win his cards. So he, he started out on the on the main tour and finished third in the Fortinet Championship and, and ninth in uh, Sanderson Farms last week. So he's like a very, very informed guy. He's from Vegas. He went to UNLV, uh, the university in Vegas. So... He's kind of on the radar, but his price is pretty poor, to be honest. I, I was hoping for something better. I can see why he's not, because of all that good form. I think, did you say he was 30s? 
33s maybe 33s yeah yeah so it's a bit it's a bit short so in this interview um that the pga tour have done there's a quote from a guy called harry hall um and he was his teammate on that unlv team the rebels that's that's okay. their college nickname um and harry hall's talking a bit about him now i looked at the tea times I, I noticed that um They've been paired together, um, okay. Montgomery and Harry Hall, also with a with Justin Sue, another another youngster who I think he resides in Vegas as well. But Harry so, Hall and before you, before you give me that bit of information, tell me um, you often see the pairings come out or the other three balls come out at the start of a tournament, and you always get some nice little um, little groupings. Are they done intentionally to put these people together, or is it just a random draw? No, I, th- I the organisers would have looked. Oh, let's whack three U- U- UNLV guys, or three mm-hmm. Vegas residents guys together, um, okay. so, that, so that they put them together. So you look at the prices. Taylor Montgomery, yeah, rightly so, he's he's one of the form players and he's thirty three. But Harry Hall, I think you can get two hundred to one on him, or one seven five maybe. Um, Let me have a look. I'll scroll yeah, right down and see if I can find him. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a scroll. Uh, Harry, 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 where are you? Harry, Harry, Harry. I can't hold that for the long as it's going to take. Harry Hall had to score away. Yeah, 200 to 1 best price. Five pl- yeah. That's five places. You right. can get him 175s for six places with 888 sports. Um, 150 to 1 Skybet for eight places. Actually, so that's probably the best one. Um, Skybet, 150 to 1, eight places for Harry Hall to win the thing. Okay, so um, he's got that local knowledge, obviously. Um, he's, he's a big prize because he's also played in the, the first two PGA Tour events and missed the cut in both. So it doesn't look as good. Um, he shot second round 71s in both. So it wasn't a disaster by any means. But if you just wind back one more tournament mm. to the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, he was third in that. So again, the good golf isn't that far removed from... From the current day, um, it was only you know a month ago he was finishing third in the Corn Ferry, and that, that's got some clearly excellent players going in it. But and here's here's the here's the the kind of big driver. He Harry Hall played in this event last year and finished eighth. So which would have, which would have landed you 150 to one eight places with Skybet if that had been yeah. There. Yeah. So it's not like, well, he lives there, he might play well. He, he did. He actually did play well in this last year, finishing eighth. Now, you presume he's kicked on a little bit uh, since then. So that finishing eighth, he shot 66, 65, 68, 68. So he was, he was right up there all along, uh, Harry Hall. You know, probably at college, there wasn't a lot between these two guys, Taylor Montgomery and Harry Hall. They were on the same team. So I think playing together, you know, they've probably taken money off each other when they've had side bets. Mm. So maybe, maybe we could temper it a little bit and back him for something like top 20 or top 10 Harry Hall, if you're thinking maybe it's a bit ambitious uh, to get the full work. Find me a price on top 20, Mr. Priceman. Well, I'll ask you a question whilst I do that. Taylor Montgomery and Harry Hall, are are they mid-20s then or somewhere in that region? They'll be young lads, yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to ask that, answer, answer longer well, than that. It was a poor question, to be honest, wasn't it? it was, what, where did I go with that? Is it a yes or no? Yeah, it wasn't a very um, open question, was it? No. Um, 
Uh, just let me find Harry Hall then in terms of – I'm going to look for top 20, Dave. Yeah, I, I think I looked at top 10 earlier, and I think he was 16 for a top 10. Okay. And maybe Taylor Montgomery, Montgomery was 7-2 to two for a top 10. But top 20? Harry Hall for a top 20, best price of 15-2. to two. All right. Yeah, we'll have some of that. Okay. So top 20 – 15 to 2 for, I like his name as well, Harry Hall. Um, Harry Hall. Uh, I mean, I mean, could it Vegas, we, we can't not play him on the outrights as well. I mean, imagine if we just went, no, don't back him. He's got, that, that, sorry, he's got the sort of name that should be a champion. We should be looking back in 60 years' time, or other people should be looking back in 60 years' time saying, Harry Hall. Harold, Harold Hall. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so what, you know. Surely he's played this course numerous times, but the, the fact that he's finished eighth last year, I think, mm. suddenly makes that price spring out. Comfortably landed you your top twenty last last yeah. day. You would have definitely you'd have just crept into the top ten. Um, one hundred fifty to one eight places and top twenty fifteen to two. So worth a look, isn't it? With that Harry Hall. Yeah. Anything else for me, Mister Timber, well, this week? Well, let's do that with Harry Hall in terms of that outright bet. But I, I, I don't want to let Taylor Montgomery go completely. I think he's too short for an outright okay. bet. But go back to the first round leader market in that event. Um, and I think you can find Taylor Montgomery at 50 to 1 with Unibet, six places. Okay. Right. Let's have a look. Um, Taylor Montgomery. I'm doing a lot. I'm working for my. Uh, Thank you for looking at this time. Uh, yeah, 50 to 1, um, six places with Univet. Yeah, that's worth a go, isn't it? That seems more palatable. Uh, for Because, I mean, that, that first day, he's playing with his mates, basically. He, you know, it, say he's paired with a big gun on the final round, Taylor Montgomery, he might feel it a bit. But first two days, he can just go and freewheel. He's playing with his mates. Yeah, he's had some good starts on the Corn Ferry. He opened with a 63 um, at the Price Cutter Charity Championship. He's just mm. he's just been shooting some low scores. So if he, if he can do that in a nice, relaxed, he's got an afternoon tea time um, on day one, just with his mates, just strolling around Las Vegas, happy as happy as Larry, happy as Harry, Harry Hall, and um, Harry Hall. Yeah. So that that's the way to play him. I think fifty's just a bit more, isn't it? It's a bit more sort of mm. bit more value. Marvellous then. So four picks this week from DT. To summarise, um, Rafa, well, to the same, first two are the same player. Um, Rafa Cabrera Barrio, um, 40 to 1, six places for Unibet to win the Open de Espana. He's also 45 to 1, six places to be the first round leader there. Um, Taylor Montgomery, 50 to 1 to be the first round leader um, with Unibet at six places. And Harry Hall, 150 to 1, eight places to win the thing. But if you're not going to be that confident, um, Skybet, top 20, 15 to 2. And you said you could also find top 10 around about sort of 15, 16 to 1 as well, didn't you, if you shop around? So um, yeah. Harry Hall, Taylor Montgomery are the pick stateside. DT, as always, thank you very much for bringing your little face onto my screen this week. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And uh, we will see you again the, around about the same time next week uh, for some more betting action. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.
Social Podcast Network.